Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt with Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the HLE Podcast. I'm here with uh, Carter, Caleb, and Ashley. We're going to be talking about uh, Ashley's prep for her powerlifting comp, meet, just don't call it a show. Um, that's what I've learned so far. So what's going on, guys? What's up, man? Good to see you again. You too, dude. Feels like uh, just a little bit ago I saw you. Yeah, I conveniently spent the uh, whole weekend together with Caleb and uh, Luke and the OPIF boys down in Florida. Shooting some pigs, staring out yeah, some buddy. bizarre African game and American Buffalo and all sorts of weird shit, but I'm sure we'll unpack that on a future podcast. Yes, we will. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. You guys rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, we better do that Missouri hunting trip for some pigs. I'm all in on that. To, to be determined. But. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be easy for sure. Got to get you on something because you're out here slacking. I know your your freezer's hurting full of that grocery store bought food you got. It is. We've pretty much gone through all the pheasant that Cody shot this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was it? How was it? How much did how many uh, pheasants did y'all get real quick before um, we... So he hunts with his father, his brother-in-law... And sometimes his sister, I, I think I went once, but, um, they killed 95 birds on public land. So pretty good. Good. Season. Is, that, is that a lot? I feel like that's a lot. Cause I've only shot one duck and I hear duck hunting's easy. So <laughs> dude, duck but, hunting is so fucking hard. Yeah. My, my buddies <laughs> say it's easy. It's just that I fucking hate it. Did you just throw out some bread and fucking blast them with a shotgun? What's hard about that? <laughs> Someone get us a fucking segue into a powerlifting meet. Jesus Christ. All right, so, are you ready so, for it? How many pheasants? How many pheasants did you eat on your prep? Ooh. Oh, that's an interesting one. Probably like probably had a good like week of meals that I made out of pheasant meat. Chopped it up like some chicken. Pheasant and rice. So, uh, what made you want to switch over from from bodybuilding to power to powerlifting, Ashley? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think in the back of my mind, I never really wanted to step away from bodybuilding, but powerlifting was a different challenge. Um, and I've always kind of wanted to test my overall like max strength. Um, I've done the squat bench deadlift um cleans and stuff for many years now like back when I was in high school we had a weightlifting coach and you know people have always told me that I'm I'm strong for a female so um it just seemed like a fun challenge to kind of throw into the mix and yeah so that's kind of what brought me to making that decision 
while I was deciding if I wanted to do another bodybuilding prep. How similar are the two preps? Like, uh, I'm assuming there's some differences, but some similarities. Yeah. So the main, I think they are very similar, but the main difference is, uh, powerlifting prep is shorter than bodybuilding prep. Um, you could probably get away with like, I don't know, eight weeks, um, seven or eight weeks for a powerlifting prep, depending on where you're at or how serious you're taking it. Bodybuilding prep is roughly 13 to 16 weeks, depending on where you're at. Um, And then, of course, depending on your weight class that you want to hit with powerlifting, that also makes a difference. So um, for me, I didn't have to cut much weight, but I know Ariel on the team, um, she was cutting some weight. So she had to strategize her prep a little bit differently than I did. Um, I decided not to cut weight for my first meet and just go in at the 164 class for women And, uh, yeah, so that made it a little bit easier on me. And then let's see, what's another difference trying to think, obviously the training, (laughs) um, with powerlifting, you basically focus on your main lifts. So yeah, what you got, we got a question. So if you're going to break it down for someone like me, who doesn't uh, pretend I know nothing, right? Because I don't, we do not have to break it down to me. (laughs) (laughs) bodybuilding versus powerlifting if you were going to give me a succinct one sentence thesis on what how they're different what what would you hit me with now that you've done both break it down into one sentence there's so many things to say (laughs) um powerlifting three sentences or as many sentences as you want we're not paying by the word ashley you can fucking use as many sentences as you want (laughs) powerlifting you're building strength and your focus is on strength and specific lifts Bodybuilding, you are focusing on aesthetics specifically and posing. So looks versus how much you can move yeah. weight-wise. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then I guess talking about like what your your weight class there, how do you come to that decision? How do you decide, okay, this is the weight class I want to go for. I uh, I want to work down to this, this weight. Um, or I want to work down to this weight and that's that much further. Like you just mentioned with Ariel, how do you kind of find, find that sweet spot or do a lot of people miss that sweet spot? I guess, Caleb, you kind of know how that goes too. So maybe you two can jump in here and explain that. Yeah, I'll jump in first and then Caleb, feel free to jump in. Um, I think for me personally, I was looking at state records, um, and I wanted to do, a different meat than what I did. So things kind of went a little different. The meat that I wanted to do filled up and it was a different association. That's a whole nother topic. Um, but basically you choose your weight class based off of what you think you'll win in. I don't know. That's how I kind of decided it. So I don't want to come off the wrong way, but usually if you're heavier, you should be pulling more weight. So you want, so let's say I was bouncing between 164 and 141 weight class in pounds. Um, if I dropped down to 141 and I was still pulling 315, I probably would have smoked. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it just would have been difference record wise and other competitor wise. Caleb, maybe you can describe that a little better. 
So um, the thing that I did, or the way that I thought of it is, you got to figure out which weight you perform the best at, right? So if you are comfortable performing at a heavier weight and where you feel like you're strongest at a heavier weight, personally, then um, you're, you're probably better off competing at that weight. Obviously, look at records and see if you... Like Ashley said, look at records, see which ones are easier to attain if you are wanting to break records. But uh, I really think, man, it's a a lot of people rush it too much, man. Um, But yeah, I wouldn't cut more than 10 pounds. No more, probably no more than 10 pounds. What what do you think, Ashley? Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to say. Um, Basically, I was realizing that I was not going to perform well if I cut the weight. And for my first meet, especially, I wanted to have fun with it. Um, I went went into it with the mindset of big goals. I want to crush these records. And I got decently close to some of the Iowa State records if you're looking at the UPA Association. But um, I was definitely off a little bit. I think if I had a little more time training. But Regardless, yeah, um, it definitely what you perform best in. That's sweet. And the thought being, if you drop too much weight, your strength is going to be sacrificed, right? Yeah, absolutely. It can definitely sacrifice strength. Caleb, what were you going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. In in uh, in in some cases, yeah, as you get smaller, your your um, strength does decrease. But shit, you want to talk about running some some good stuff <laughs> it kind of the smaller you get the stronger you are man in some places so that's a way different topic for a way i was i was topic. all natural for this one <laughs> yeah good good what um how did you feel difference wise granted um at a point in your bodybuilding prep you're gonna be at a deficit so you're gonna feel like shit no matter what but before that, the first like four weeks of your prep, you should feel pretty good. How was your strength then compared to now? For just my powerlifting prep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Being so, being natural, not not on anything. Yeah, um, I definitely went through a couple tough spots. Um, and one of those tough spots was when I was trying to cut weight and I noticed that I was definitely losing strength. I was extremely exhausted and tired, fatigued, um, definitely had that feel like shit feeling. Um, and at that point, I was about halfway in and I said, you know what, I think I need to listen to some greater advice and not worry about cutting weight. Um, and once I started, you know, eating a little bit more again, then my strength went back up. But, um, one of the harder parts of this prep was I coached myself. So it was really hard to analyze like how I was feeling without someone else looking in. Um, because at certain points you have to think, am I just, do I need to toughen up more or do I really need to take a deload week? Um, or I need to take a deload week and I don't want to take a deload week. So um, that was a little tough to balance as well. Um, and I just, I honestly kind of let it fly naturally. If I felt like my strength was going down, I would back off a little bit for that week and focus on reps um, or tempo or other things to help um, like accessory lifts for different 
squat bench deadlift. But that's about all I got on that. <laughs> I kind of rambled. No, that's sweet. And so like for this type of show, it truly was, sorry, meat. It truly was just for fun, right? So it wasn't like un- unbelievably high standards or expectations. If you did feel like shit, you felt like you could take a deload week. It wasn't It wasn't the end of the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, when I got closer to the meet, like I would say about four weeks out, that's when I really structured things in. Um, and my, f- yeah, it, it was just for fun to answer your question for sure. Um, the closer I got to the show, like I said, strategized more. And I would say about two weeks out, I really, really focused in. Um, the second week out from the show, I tried to hit some of my max lifts and some. Um, so I tried to PR that week. And then the week of, I definitely backed off and just did basic movements. Um, so super lightweight. It, it was basically like a deload week, but going through the movements, keeping the muscles activated, doing squat, bench, and deadlift, and then just recovery work. So making sure I felt super fresh on that Sunday. Yeah, that's sweet. Let's, would you mind just quickly breaking down your prep kind of from like the start to the finish before we just jump straight to kind of the meeting and how you did and, and kind of walk us through that. And I know Caleb will be more well-versed with it. So feel free to break it down for dummies like me and Derek. Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. So, I kind of broke it down into four phases. I definitely had about 12 to 14 weeks that I was really prepping for this. So the first couple weeks, I really hit it hard and I was doing like bodybuilding reps with the exercises. Um, God, I could pull up the spreadsheet, but yeah, I was crushing it um, doing like Bench days with accessory work, squat days with accessory work, deadlift days with accessory work, and then like full body days. Um, And then the next couple weeks uh, and on from there, I basically only focused on squat, bench and deadlift with minor accessory work and accessory days. And then, like I said, the last four weeks, um, it was basically only squat, bench and deadlift days. So... Um, and then that, the two weeks out, we talked about that, um, trying to max out some, but every, um, every day I did squat bench and deadlift minus the first couple weeks. It was basically, I would say maybe a set of 10 reps and then like five to three to two. Um, so very minimal reps, just really trying to focus on building strength and weight, adding in weight. Yeah. And are you training by yourself throughout this whole prep? Yeah. Just me, myself, and I. I had some some help That's at the madness. gym um, with some spots on bench. But other than that, I'm not afraid to fail on squat. So that wasn't a big deal. But That's sweet. I'm the opposite. I'm super afraid to fail on squat. I hate that shit. <laughs> I used to be afraid. It, and cares. I think... Yeah, <laughs> I'm short enough. I can just drop right down and it catches on the bars and then I can like wiggle my way out. <laughs> but yeah, my best advice is 
don't be afraid to push to failure, especially if you're you're going for powerlifting meat or maxing out. Um, push to failure and fail and then do it again and fail again because um, that's honestly how you're going to get stronger is keep putting your body under that weight and eventually it's it's going to go safely. Yeah, I feel like it's really good advice. I feel like on bench specifically, I haven't, you know, I don't know. I en- I always enjoyed working out with a partner and then on bench specifically, I find myself hesitating to push to that failure just because I'm out by myself in my barn and I don't want to fucking die out there. Yeah, I definitely had a day where I put some weight on and um, got stuck under the bar and had to kind of signal for help from some random guy in the gym, but thank God they saw me. So that was probably the scariest moment and I made it through it. So it does suck benching alone though. It's way more comfortable with a partner for that one. Even if you can get, um, my setup at the gym I use doesn't have enough room for it, but if you can put the safety rails under like a squat rack, if you're really trying to go heavy and you don't have someone to spot you, um, at least that'll, stop it so you can get out somehow without having someone there. And then your, your end goal for your training, you're obviously thinking about your one rep max for these three lifts, right? That's, that's the ultimate goal for the meet. Yep. One rep max is all that's on the mind. Did you, uh, did you set goals going into this? You're like, I want to try and hit whatever on my, uh, on my bench, on my, on my squat and on my death up, or you just like, fuck it. I'm just going to see what I can do. You know, 135, 215, and 300 on my on my deadlift. I'm just throwing out arbitrary numbers there. I'm not trying to insult you. Yeah, no, you're good. That was um, where I started. And, like, the goal in mind was actually an end weight versus, like, how much I think I can get um, because I wanted to hit those state records for UPA. And so I, I wanted it to end up at – 275 or 285 for squat. Um, and I think bench was like 175. Deadlift was maybe like 350. Those are my goals. Cool. Caleb, did you want to say something? What do you think about your programming then? Did you like it? Overall, I think I, I programmed it pretty well. Um, I ended up PRing at the meet for, well, I pretty much PR'd for deadlift. Um, it looked a lot cleaner than my last 315 rep. And then um, bench, I pretty much PR'd and squat, I definitely PR'd. So I I think there's room for improvement. And just going into that first meet programming for myself was a lesson. Um, and I think doing it again, it's only going to be better. So I honestly don't know if I'll hire a coach for my next go around. I might just do it myself again. No, I, I fully support that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Get it. Yeah, that was going to be my question, kind of going off what Caleb said. I guess, <clears throat> have you had time like post-meet post, post meet to kind of debrief and run through your training and your programming and be like, oh yeah, I could have tightened up on this aspect here, or I definitely want to include this in the next go around. Is it even something you would consider doing again, or are you going to go back, back to bodybuilding? So there are some things planned out. Um, I'm going to keep it a little hush hush because I don't want to give all the deets on my goals yet. But for 
powerlifting specifically, the next go around things that I've learned, um, I need to be more disciplined with like spreadsheets tracking what I'm actually doing. Um, I was really good the first like two or three weeks, but I just hate putting in shit because I can remember like if there's anything I can remember, it's what I lift. But some people need the pen and paper. Me personally, I don't know. Um, maybe it would make a difference. I should probably be more disciplined with that um, and see see how that turns out. But overall, I have like a Excel sh- spreadsheet um, that has a lot of information and a lot of planning on it and a lot of like if I hit a PR in something specific. Um, so I tried to track it, but yeah. That's sweet. So how did you, uh, you know, how did you end up picking the meat that you did? Um, I don't, I don't really know how that process works. You said there were different, what did you call them at the beginning? And you said, this is a whole nother conversation. What, what, how, what does that entail? So there's different associations. Um, there's like UPA. I don't, I don't even know all the associations, honestly, but the one association, hold on, pause while I Google. Is powerlifting something you would ever consider Caleb? Well, Ashley's Googling. Um, pro- probably not. I think I'm way too old right now to be competitive. Um, dude, I'd probably have to hit it hard for another five, six years and I'm already breaking down as it is. So probably not for me, but if I had truly known about it whenever I was 16, dude, I, I wish, man, I wish we had like a powerlifting club whenever I was younger. I'm sure we did, man, but I was super poor. So we didn't like, I, I don't know. I didn't work out. I just kind of ran around the streets and I'd not get my ass kicked. <laughs> it made me strong. <laughs> yeah. I think <clears throat> that was one of the reasons I put this meet in when I did, um, I didn't want to do another bodybuilding show and kind of possibly lose more pos- like strength that I have currently. Um, since I've been off of bodybuilding training for a little bit, I had been working in some some more of the the strength aspect of training, and so yeah, I, I wanted to just kind of knock it out while I'm younger <laughs> before there's a possible injury. Caleb's got a point there, but as far as associations go. There's UPA and USPA and IPA. Um, Those are the three big ones. USPA is probably the big dog. Um, UPA, I don't hear many people like talking about that, but I know it's another really big one. And I did a UPA meet. Um, I feel like looking at meet results and stuff and records, UPA definitely has some stronger athletes. So I don't know what's going on there if there's less strict testing or or what (laughs) but upa definitely has some bigger numbers so i was looking at uspa initially and the meet that i wanted to do in des moines at 22nd street barbell that's who hosts it um it was filled up by the time i went to register i had been looking and waited too long so I just looked up other meets in the area. I wouldn't recommend traveling super far for one. It's probably not worth it. Just wait till there's one in your area. And then if you end up qualifying nationally, that's when I'd consider spending the money to travel. Or if there's one you really, really want to do, then sure, go for it. But I traveled like maybe two hours for mine. Yeah, I agree with that one. That That's expensive. The travel and the Airbnb, you're looking at 
depending on where you live, an extra thousand to fifteen hundred bucks on top of. I don't know what y'all's entry fees were, but just like our shows, I mean, NPC shows, it's 150 bucks a category or, um, yeah, 150 bucks a category. So yeah, you're wanting to do a multiple year. It's, it's insane. Just it's insane. Stay local, stay close until you qualify. Look at yourself. If you think you're competitive at a national level, do a national show or a national meet show. If you aren't competitive, like clearly side by side strength numbers and pictures, don't fucking waste your time doing it. Don't don't waste your time. Just get stronger, get leaner, whatever it is. That's my that's my ultimate thought on all that. So I guess my idea of like thinking everybody's a sponsored athlete is not necessarily true. <laughs> if there's any sponsors out there, hit your girl up. <laughs> <laughs> So, no. so there, there are some companies that will, that will, they'll pay like a hotel fee or they'll pay your entry fees. So yeah. some people that say, Hey, I'm a sponsored athlete. Yeah, they, they might be. Um, but to what extent, like they're, they're no Bama Burr who's got small legitimate sponsorships. People are paying her, not just paying for a hotel room. They're paying her, which I think is a very, very big difference. So. I feel like the only like sponsored sponsored athletes are like the Olympias and those guys get paid like 10, 20 grand if they win like the pro pros. Yeah, they get they get paid money in bodybuilding if you win the show. So we just need Luke to start sponsoring you. (laughs) Where are you at, Luke? (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you would go broke. We wouldn't have a company anymore. Dude, it's so it's so expensive. That's why I haven't like really thought about competing until I don't know, just until I'm ready. I don't I don't want to show hop or meat hop. It's just too much, man. Can't do it. Yeah, and I think bodybuilding, you can't. I wouldn't do a bodybuilding show without a coach, and that is not cheap. Um, I saw advice on the Instagram the other day or week or whatever, and some girl was like, "Don't." do a show if you don't have like two months of your paycheck saved because you're going to have to buy things like you have to do your hair. You have to do your makeup as a female. You have to get your tan paid for. You don't want to do your own tan because you don't get touch ups. No one can go backstage. You've got to buy your suit or rent a suit. You've got to pay for the hotel. You've got to pay the entry fees. You've got to pay your coach's stage pass. Um, whereas powerlifting, you could probably get away with coaching yourself a little easier if you're knowledgeable about training. Um, but it's definitely easy to kind of go through that yourself and Google things as well. Um, but that's that's only if you're knowledgeable about training. Not everyone's obviously there, but I'm sure the coaching, I don't know what the price points are for powerlifting. Yeah, I was going to say, were you hit with any unexpected uh, payments that you weren't really factoring in or that you, that you didn't know this being your first powerlifting meet or were you pretty squared away on that front? I was pretty squared away. Um, the entry fees for these meets are a little less expensive. It's probably like 50 to 65. Um, I did get my association card for UPA. That was like 45. Um, I'm sure it's pretty similar across the board. Most meets I've seen or looked at are roughly like 40 to $60, depending on what you're lifting or what class you're in, because 
There are other classes you can pay extra for, like equipped, where you wear like the bench shirt and it's like a slingshot and fancy things, um, which I did not do that. But yeah, no, nothing really unexpected for this. And for for uh, reference, equipped is like those dudes that you see in squatting, bleeding out of their freaking foreheads with all this. Looks like they got giant tires all over them, pushing, you know, a thousand plus pounds. That's that's equipped. It's like, what, seven millimeter or some shit? It's insane. Dude, fucking, that shit blows my mind, man. It's like a giant wedgie. I've, I, I, tried to put, I tried to put a bench shirt on one time and it like bruised me just from just from breathing around it. Fuck that thing. I was a bully. <laughs> so walk us through. Give us a little breakdown of uh, the actual meat itself, Ashley. You did all this prep. <clears throat> you show up. You paid all this money. First time. Give us give us kind of a walkthrough and then hit us with your numbers because we all followed you on Instagram and it was like cool. I was like stoked for you. I didn't know what was happening, but I was like, I was like amped that you were like lifting heavy weights. How weird is the weigh in? Because like when I was wrestling in high school, it's super fucking weird because you got all these skinny, hungry, naked fucking dudes just like. Standing around while some old fucking referee stares at their dong and tells them if they made weight or not. <laughs> Is that not the experience you had? Um, that was not the experience I had. Um, that would have been pretty weird. That that makes me think of bodybuilding. Um, <laughs> bodybuilding, you just strip down naked and they spray you in a room full of people. There's like little tent things and that's it like you're pretty much out there in the open um so coming from that experience uh being in the bathroom with a female wasn't a big deal and i i didn't even get fully naked i dropped to like my underwear so (laughs) that wasn't that bad of an experience but yeah that's how we started rocking and rolling i got there can i tell my hotel story (laughs) you can tell whatever story you want (laughs) (laughs) so i reserved a hotel and it was the ramada in sioux city we pull up to this hotel at like 11 o'clock on a friday night i competed sunday so we get there at like 11 p.m on a friday and we walk into this hotel after seeing like some dude running across the street with his hood up suspect and then like there's a dude walking his little dog outside the hotel. Um, It was very odd. We walk in, there's like chairs missing upholstery. Like it was insane. Smelled like cigarettes. I was like, no, we're, we're not, we're not doing this. So by midnight, we got into the last hotel with like the last room. Cause there was some crazy volleyball tournament going on for teenagers. Um, So yeah, that ended up working out fine. So I was pretty tired Friday or Saturday morning when I had to go do weigh-ins. Um, but that went smooth. I was like four pounds underweight. Um, after that... You should have been a gigantic dickhead and like weighed in eating a fucking McCheese, like a McGriddle. There was a girl who was so nervous. It was her first meet too. And she was like, I ate nothing last night except for like a smoothie and like she was she was trying to hit a a weight class she was cutting but yeah that would have been pretty fucked up if i did that because people were really trying to hit their weight 
except for me. I was I was chilling like did, a villain. Did did you have to did you have to reweigh on Saturday or no? No. They didn't reweigh. Oh, so, that's and nice. I was expecting it, that's honestly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm I was curious about that. Like I'm sure Derek, you ran into that too. Um they make you reweigh every day while wrestling. So Yeah, and I mean in those tournaments it was like you weighed in you weighed in before the tournament and then uh at the beginning of the next day they would like give you some poundage so like you'd get a pound. Um and then that's yeah, two two pounds, and then if yeah. it's a three days one, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought they were gonna do that, but no, they uh, they wrote it down on the card, and they were like, "You're good." I I even asked to make sure because I didn't want to fuck up. But um, I, I swear it said on the instructions though that we would reweigh in. So honestly, I just I wonder if they were just super laxed at that gym. I I'd be curious to see how it goes at a different different meat if they would make you reweigh in but i didn't have to do that so i just ate my meal prep the rest of the time on saturday and watched the men lift which was really awesome and got me super excited for sunday um then sunday came around and it was like 9 a.m when we started lifting we did bench first um i hit 165 and bench or let me get the official numbers hold that's more than perry were you uh (laughs) were you nervous at all going into this oh my god i was i was super nervous going into it mainly because i get like um really bad uh what's the word Performance anxiety. Diarrhea. <laughs> we won't talk about the only Different two room. bathrooms that they had in the place. <laughs> oh, God. This gym had awful. two bathrooms with one toilet each. <laughs> oh, man. Caleb, were you nervous for yours? Um, dude, yes and no. Uh, I was actually mad because the show just sucked. Like, it was, yeah, that, that'll be a different, I don't think I ever went over it, but yeah, no, it was stupid. Um, I, I was nervous whenever I got on stage and then I couldn't see anybody and I was like, oh, cool. So nobody's here then and it's good to go. And I fucking danced around whatever the hell I did. And <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I could my, see my everyone. My <laughs> no, this was, at a, this was at a legit theater. So it was fucking yeah. blinding. Like I think... I, th- I think I could see the judges maybe, but it was so small too. Oh man, I, it was a waste of time. I hated it. Dude, I could see how that could be so fucking disappointing because you put, you know, what you were saying, like 13 weeks in for a bodybuilding prep and then, you know, eight to nine for a powerlifting prep. So there's two to three months of your life that you fucking devote to this thing and you show up to this event and it's either run poorly or you have no competition. And so you, so you win automatically, no matter what the fuck you do. And like, you're like, well, what the fuck did I, why, why did I waste this time? Like, it's not wasted time, but like after all that fucking work, you, you want that payoff, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's what is attractive about powerlifting is that you, the I really think if you do it right and you watch like what you eat throughout the whole entire year, 
your your prep is got to be relatively easy other than just just hitting the weights that you need to hit where on my like my show I, I i was on prep for like 42 weeks i mean it was just it was awful and then um and it was just too much on my body fuck that man so I, i'm next one i won't i won't prep for a whole lot longer than that no i would no hell no nothing over 12 weeks i don't think I think Anthony has shared like one of his inspirational messages about this. And it's like one thing power lifters can take and strongman competitors they can take from bodybuilding is the discipline that bodybuilders have to go through during prep. And I think that was a huge advantage for me is I already had the discipline of meal prepping and it's like mm-hmm. second nature to me on it for the most part. So Again, just another. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're sitting back looking at like what what cardio. I don't have to fucking do cardio, and all I have to do is lift weights, and I can eat donuts for eight weeks. And <laughs> like, eat yeah, eat good. Right? But I, I mean, I see people eat fucking don't. Yeah, you know, I see, I see it. But you're like, you don't. You mean I don't have to be miserable? That sounds phenomenal. Okay, I'm done for that too. You know. Yeah, powerlifting is definitely a lot more rewarding i don't know i mean bodybuilding was super rewarding too like being on stage was one of the greatest highlights i probably have in my athletic career it was awesome um i i absolutely loved it and i thought it was just gonna be horrible and i was i was a little nervous during um like the morning show where you do your basically like your little rotation it's like quarter turns um I was a little nervous during that, but yeah, I mean, really you're on stage for like a minute and then you're off and then you go to the night show and depending on what you do, I did physique. So I had to do a whole posing routine. Um, I at least had that. (laughs) So maybe, I don't know if I, if I end up doing my show this year, it'll be wellness. So that'll look a little different than what I'm used to as far as routine goes. Yeah, I'd stick with powerlifting then. Get get your quads pretty blown out from pushing all that heavy weight. So I think that's a oh, good, yeah. that's a good choice. So you go up and you're getting ready for your lifts, and <clears throat> do you go like before other people that you're competing against? Like, do you get to see them lift first? Like, how did that process work for you? Is that like fucking motivating as shit? Watch people go before you. <laughs> they split us up into two flights, and I was in the first flight, so I was a little. I I was in my own head. I was like, damn it. I'm not the strongest here, but the girls in the second flight definitely had some weight and some experience on me. Um, and they were amazing. Like those females rocked it. There was one girl pulling like 500 pounds, but her weight was different than mine. And I'll get to why that matters when I go over how I did. But so being at the bottom of the first flight, Um, It was kind of motivating because I was like the best lifter in that flight for the most part, except for one lady. She came and got me on squats (laughs) the very end. She uh, that that's um, that was a very interesting piece of it, too, is after you do your first lift, you have to come in and set what you're starting, what you're opening with. And you can't go lower than that. So if you fuck up your first lift, which I watched men do that one guy fucked up his first lift for at least two different things and he didn't even get a lift in i I don't think for squats or something 
Um, so yeah, once you You're once you done? pick your weight, That's yeah. It? Well, you get three chances, but you have to stay with Whoa. that weight. You can't go lower. You can only increase. So if yeah, you increase yeah, you and miss, increase, you so. can't go down for the third lift either. So it's kind of like you got to play your cards right. Um, so there's some strategy. There is. And this one girl, she got me on squats, but she was in a different weight class. So that's okay. <laughs> she was masters too, I think. Um, she was awesome. Yeah, she went up just a little bit, a little bit heavier than what I picked. But yeah, do we want to go over results or wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can hit us with it. So started with squats and I went three for three. And my first first lift, I was super nervous, but everything else went pretty smooth. Um I I squatted two fifty eight point eight pounds. Um and my last rep was my heaviest attempt and it went up super easy. So I feel like I could have done more. Um, bench, I ended at 165.3. Um, that was my second attempt. So I bumped up to 176 and that went about halfway and I just hit a wall. <laughs> so that was kind of a bummer, but... Um, deadlifts, I ended three for three and I pulled 314.2. So, and then weight class got first, um, and overall best lifter. So what that means is basically for your body weight and what you lifted throughout the meet, um, you basically did the best things, um, and I think a lot of that had to do with my bench. I think my bench is my strong suit. It's my little secret weapon. That's legit. Congratulations. That's freaking awesome. You're strong as hell. You're twice as strong as Perry. That's for damn sure. It doesn't <laughs> take Perry. much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dumb. You're dumb. So uh, what was your overall... Uh... Overall opinion of it, is, is this something you want to continue to pursue or a one-time gig or how do you feel about it? I've got my eyes on on some things. I don't want to give out details of what meets I want to do, but there's a... You heard it here first. Ashley's taking over the fucking powerlifting world. <laughs> what did you guys send me? You sent me like something of a girl lifting like 500 pounds or it was like the girl doing the little... The little 140 pound girl pulling those stones, 700 pounds. I was like, give me two years. <laughs> that girl's strong as hell. God, right, she's so let's strong. Let's get down to brass tacks. Did you piss all over the deadlifting mat? Because <laughs> if you didn't, you didn't mark your territory and you didn't do it right. I have never peed. Never? Deadlifting. Never. No, that's a that's a sign of a you're you're gonna hate this word, Derek, but a weak pelvic floor. It is. Everybody has one. I know that because of Jenna. Well, uh, Jenna has taught me gonna... more about pelvic floors than I have ever wanted to know. Yeah, pretty sure if Man. you're pissing on the floor uh, while pushing a lot of weight, that mm, something's you you probably need to work on something else other than pissing on the floor, lifting a lot of weight. <laughs> like There's girls who do it like every time. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not right. That's mm, don't even get me. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be normal. <laughs> I don't think there's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, shit in the bed. I, I can't. I shit in the bed. That's normal. I can't. 
bring myself to I mean if it happens like once like okay oopsies but it's happening like on a consistent basis I I don't know I don't know yeah I'll I'll give you one I'll give you once every now and then once every now and then because I've shit my pants deadlifting once in my life (laughs) fingers crossed that doesn't happen once once in my life (laughs) yeah one one, it it happened I was on deployment it was was awful bad pre-workout I did it was gross but so you get one you for sure get one but after that man I don't know so what are your biggest takeaways from your powerlifting meet Ashley (laughs) I didn't shit myself (laughs) number one didn't Um, (laughs) there is definitely room for improvement there's always going to be room for improvement Um, even if you're not the strongest lifter go out there have fun give it your all because you never know what place you're actually going to end up. Um, everyone's at a different body weight. So have fun with it. Um, trying to think of something like inspirational, but I really, I've got nothing. It was just, it was a lot of fun and I'm super glad I decided to branch out and try something new. The the camaraderie and powerlifting is probably second to none um, in, in these sports, I would say. Um, so if you want like a, big like friendship group brotherhood people got your back i'd definitely 100 percent go the powerlifting route if that's what you think you need for accountability and x y you know xyz yeah i uh the meet i did was at sean frankel's big iron gym in sioux city um it's it's an awesome gym sean frankel's a big time guy world record breaker holder um but yeah like pretty much everyone in the meet went to that gym there were a few people from Omaha and surrounding areas, but everyone was so inviting. Like, even though they had no idea who I was and I was just some random girl from Des Moines, Iowa, traveling two hours, but the camaraderie, camaraderie, it's, it's definitely something you can't even compare to anything. It's awesome. Well, I'm glad you crushed it. Uh, and it's cool to see, like, just you branching out, like you said, just go out and try something new. Caleb, what do you got for uh, for closing remarks? Nothing. Um, super, super uh, pumped for you. Super proud of you, too. Um, it was cool seeing you go through this um, and sticking with it. I Honestly, I had doubts that you were going to drop out, maybe. Um, not for any reason that I thought you were weak, other than, like, maybe you would get bored with it. Um, so, because I find it, the training kind of boring, so... You stuck with it. It blew my mind. I was pretty impressed with your numbers. Definitely keep it up. Caleb, I think that's the nicest thing you've said. Oh, you're welcome. I'll make a TikTok about it later. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'd just say, uh, you know, pick one that's closer to the HLE A-team next time so we can squat up and represent. I want to show up hammered to one of your powerlifting meets and cheer you (laughs) on. Paint ourselves up, have Ashley spelled across our chest. <laughs> Be the smallest dudes there, <laughs> but the drunkest. Oh, yeah, but the drunkest. <laughs> no, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm thrilled for you. It looked like a blast. Ashley, anything else you want to say to wrap up? I think I've said a lot, so it's about all I got. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Kayla, where can everybody find you? Uh, oh, fuck, give me a second. C Jordan underscore outdoors, right? Yes. 
Sure. You're telling the story, not me. Ooh, give me a second. Pull it up. Where can they find you, Ashley? Yep, we're you can right. find me we're on good. Instagram or pretty much any social media. Ashtag fit. A-S-H-T-A-G-F-I-T. Are you uh you taking clients now or your book's closed? Where's that where's that at? Yeah, so if there's any females listening, um, I don't think I want to coach anyone into a powerlifting meet per se just yet. I think I want to do some training on that before I take that step. But um, as far as like personal training goes, I've got a 14 week program. Um, it's pretty awesome. Hit me up, ask questions. We can chat. I've got room for a couple more clients. Sick. Hit her up, ladies. Uh, Carter, where can they find you, dude? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, the homestead underscore G A. You can watch Carter feed his chickens. Uh, you can find me at Stand to Blade Company or at Derek Bosley. Uh, you can find all our Hunt, Lift, Eat uh, shenanigans at Hunt, Lift, Eat Official, the website HuntLiftEat.com. As always, we appreciate the hell of you guys, and thanks for listening.